Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. This morning, we're talking about Metro Nashville Public Schools, some of the changes, some of the challenges, and how we're moving forward. Our first guest is Allison MacArthur, the Director of Community Achieves with Metro Nashville Public Schools. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Okay, let's, uh, I guess, start with the basics. School year is completely different this year than any other year we've had. How are things different at Metro Nashville Public Schools? So we've already started school and we started in a virtual setting. Mm -hmm. So this means that there are no students in the classroom. Oh, none. No students in the classroom. They are at home and they are having school online. And so instead of students being at school, they are at home. Mm -hmm. We do have some teachers at school. They have the choice. They can come to school and teach their class virtually, or they can do it from home. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have materials at school, and um, so they're teaching from school. Mm -hmm. We typically have school buses going around the community to pick up students, and this year our school buses are delivering meals. So all of our schools are providing breakfast and lunch meals. Oh, wow. Students can go to school and pick up a breakfast and lunch, or they can check, um, they can go to their bus stop and get a meal. Is this being done every day or on a weekly basis, or how is that working? Monday through Friday. Most schools begin um, at 1030, but they would need to check with their school. Some of them are distributing at 1130. There's different bus route times. Ah. Um, They can find that information online. So like it might be 1130, the bus rolls up and it has your breakfast and your lunch? Yes, Okay. Might be 1230, just depending on your bus stop. So does every child in Metro Public Schools, Metro Nashville Public Schools, get food? So every child has access to food. Good. There are some schools that do not automatically qualify for free or reduced lunch. Um, There's an application process online. I know we're going to share the website information later. Good. But families, if if you go to mmps.org, I'll have some specific website information later, but you can find an application there to see if you qualify for free and reduced lunch. But some families will have to pay, I think, $3 for a a lunch. Okay. With the kids learning online, taking their classes online, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the things that we've encountered so far? I think the biggest challenge is teachers miss their students. Mm. They miss giving them hugs and smiles and, and just having them in the classroom. Teachers mm-hmm. are really struggling with that. I think students are struggling as well. Also, just not, you know, the in-person touch of, of learning. So it's just completely new to learn online. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard stories of students upside down in their chairs and it's just harder to correct them online Ah. but it also gives you access to different tools you there's been field trips online things like that so it's just different Mm -hmm. um i've heard we we did some classes for families this week where they could learn how to set up a workspace oh good they had they had questions about how do I make my students sit in the chair? And so there's there's some resources like that online. Mm-hmm. Some of our staff members recommended an actual barrier, you know, put tape down, oh. take breaks, go run laps around the yard. You know, students need that outlet. And I know that because online meeting and conferencing and interacting that way is so new for so many people, a lot of people haven't even figured out, oh, kind of the camera angles. They're they're doing the shooting up your nose shot or the light is behind me. So all you see is a shadowy, you know, outline of me. 
uh, I'm in front of a window, so all you see is a shadowy outline or the camera's aiming up at the top of my head and the ceiling. I mean, this is all new. All new. All figuring this out. So this has yeah. got to be weird for everybody involved. It's new. There's new language. I've learned that asynchronous is when lessons are recorded ahead of time and synchronous is when we're doing this together. And so they have asynchronous lessons and synchronous lessons. Yes, yes. Attendance is being taken every day. Yeah. So just like when we're in school, attendance is important. Students need to attend school every day. How can teachers know if the student is in attendance? Can they see the kids? They can see them, and we also know when they log into the system. Okay, good. Uh, But you said some of them are upside down in their chairs. Yes. (laughs) As kids will do. Yes. How are we meeting those challenges? You said we have some sessions and work work sessions to help people kind of get over these humps and, and, and get past these little learning curves. So we've spent lots of time training teachers, and there's some training sessions online for families. So if they, oh. if families go to mmps.org forward slash playbook, mm-hmm. there are lots of resources there about meals, online learning, updating your information in Family Portal. The Family Portal. What is that all about? So as schools try to connect with families to let them know, hey, we're in a virtual setting this year. This is how you log on. Do you need a computer to do Mm. your online learning? Kind of a biggie. Yes, that's a biggie. Do you need a hotspot so that you can have access to Internet? So if they do, what do we do about it? So it's really important that schools can reach their families, first of all. And so if your information is not up to date in our family portal, and you can go to mmps.org forward slash family portal to make sure your information is up to date. Schools are trying to contact families. You can also go online if you need a device, if you need a computer. You can sign up there if you need a device or a hotspot. We have already deployed almost 38,000 devices and almost 8,000 hotspots to families. Where does that money come from? The money came from the CARES Act. Oh, good. I wasn't sure. You kind of, you paused just for a second. I'm like, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, well, heaven only knows. (laughs) No, I had to think. I can remember um, whenever the, I can remember seeing the mayor on TV doing a press conference and he had designated some of the CARES Act funds. So I was visualizing that in my head. Well, that makes sense. We've got it. We've, it seems like we had been making progress Mm -hmm. with graduation rates and with Mm -hmm. uh, education and then this hits, and we don't want to go backwards. We right. don't want to have, like, this whole generation of uneducated kids because of corona. Right. Why else do they need to go to mnps.org forward slash family portal? Yes. Why is it important for them to log in and make sure their information's up to date? So in addition, maybe you have a computer, maybe you don't need a computer. But we are about to start doing virtual home visits. So your school is going to want to visit with you to see what are the needs that your student has? What are the needs that your family has so that we can meet some of those needs? So if we, if we don't have a phone number, we can't call you. Mm-hmm. We um, are about to start a navigator role where every school and every student, it's actually every student that will be assigned to a navigator that will check in every week. In addition to teachers checking in, to make sure we're meeting the needs of students and families. Like what? What are the needs that might be there and that how would we meet those? 
some of the needs that pop up are devices and hotspots. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that have come up is families not having access to food. True. So they can get the meals every day, the breakfast and lunch meal. And they will be helped through the application process, perhaps. or yes. And even, a lot of them won't even have to go through an application process. Yeah. The other opportunity for food, you know, we have we have seen lots of our families that have not needed these resources before. Maybe they're out of work. Oh, gosh. And so we are partnering with Second Harvest and we have seven school sites that distribute family food boxes once a week. Oh. So there's six sites that distribute every Wednesday. There were lentils, there was fresh produce, frozen fruit, meat, and milk. And so if a family can go to those on Wednesday, it's six sites, and on Thursday there's one site, mm-hmm. and they can get a food box while supplies last. So every day the school bus comes around. Instead of picking up the kid, they drop off food. So if they've got three kids in the family, they're going to get three breakfasts, three lunches every day. So the kid's taken care of and they are not hungry and unable to focus because Mm -hmm. they're hungry. And then once a week, Second Harvest has the the food distribution. Correct. Okay. Some other um, needs that may pop up as we call home, you know, maybe someone needs to speak with a counselor or a social worker. And so MMPS, we have social workers on staff, and they are they met with kids all summer, and they're meeting with kids now one-on-one using telehealth. Oh, like for mental health and mm-hmm. personal issues. Correct. I read somewhere that reports of domestic abuse and reports of uh, situations like that, domestic violence, had decreased a lot during the coronavirus quarantine, but that health officials thought it's possibly because the kids and the spouses were not able to be out in public and let it be known that they needed some help. So Metro National Public Schools is basically going to send somebody to connect with that family and make sure that everybody's okay. Virtually. We're connecting virtually Virtually. Now. We yes. are doing some home meal delivery. So in the spring... We had we didn't have as many food sites at schools. Mm-hmm. Every every school is doing it this fall, but we didn't have that in the spring. So there were some families that could not get to a food box site and they could not get to one of the meal sites. And so if they could connect with their counselor at school, mm-hmm. they could submit information to get a home a box delivered. Because if they've lost their jobs, they've yes. lost their incomes, they may have lost a car. Right. We heard a story uh, back in the summer of a family that sold their car to pay for rent. Mm-hmm. So they were asking for food boxes to be delivered. Yeah, We had an amazing partnership this summer. Second Harvest partners with us to help with the, the food box food. Mm-hmm. We partnered with Second Harvest and Amazon to do some home deliveries this summer. What? Yes. That's brilliant. It is. They're going to be in the neighborhood already. Right. Delivering somebody's dog food or something. That's right. And so they would get a second harvest and pick up meals for families and and deliver them every week. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. What other needs do families have that Metro Nashville Public Schools is trying to meet? And then how can we help support that? The biggest way that people can support right now, do you work with a family? Do you know a family? reach out to them and make sure that their information is up to date. You might have to walk them through the process, let them know school has started, you should log in every day. The other thing that we need assistance with is volunteers at our food box distribution sites. We're distributing 
Yesterday, we distributed over 1,000 boxes, and that equated to over 40,000 meals. And so we need help with volunteers, and Hands-On Nashville has our volunteer posting. So you can go to hon.org, H-O-N.org, and sign up for one of those volunteer slots. That's happening every Wednesday. I think we're probably going to see needs bubble up that we don't know about yet. Sure. As our teachers and our navigators begin to contact families and students, and and they want to contact 100% of our students. And we feel like needs are going to bubble up that we don't know about. So stay in touch with Metro Schools. Check out our website. Check out social media. Community Achieves will list some volunteer needs on there. Mm -hmm. Communityachieves.org. It will take you to the MMPS website. What about teachers' needs specifically? I know a lot of times we had uh, the, the Pencil Foundation or we had various groups who would help try and provide what teachers needed. What do they need now? And does that include, like, masks and disinfectant? I mean, the teachers, if they're going to be at school already and then potentially the kids coming back into the classroom later on, what do the teachers need and how, and how is that being met and how can we help? Yeah, great question. Pencil put together kits for every single teacher this year, distributing them to the schools. And so they continue. They have their LP pencil box where teachers can shop. Mm -hmm. I would check out their website. They are always accepting donations. That's just a great resource. Teachers can set up an appointment and go anytime. As far as PPE, Metro National Public Schools is providing PPE for students and teachers. And, and PPE uh, means? Mask, mm -hmm. hand sanitizer. In some cases, face shields. And I, th I think some partners have also donated mm -hmm. in that area. Personal protective, what is it, personal? Personal protective equipment. Protective equipment. Mm -hmm. And so the teachers are taken care of, but we can support Pencil Foundation to help make sure that they can help keep supporting the teachers. Yep, as far as school supplies, things like that. So I wonder about kids who needed school uniforms in previous years. Is that something that now we need to keep focusing on because... We're thinking they'll go back to school later in the year, or should we kind of funnel that uh, that support and that money to something else at this point? Well, we have to be flexible. We hope that we're back in school. So we hope that after Labor Day, we can be back in person, whether it's completely in person or a hybrid. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we can put up our backpacks or our standard school attire at this point. MNPS.org is the number one site to, to follow and to check and to check yes. in with, correct? Yes. And then next would be Community Achieves because that is the student services. There will be some individual volunteer or needs there. So there is a Community Achieves liaison that helps the school. They're in 33 schools. And so they are on site in those schools to help. They're the liaison between the partner and the school. Okay. And so they work with teachers in the school. They work with families, administrators, and identify any barriers that those students have. And so the first week of September, first or second week of September, there will be a list of all schools and a strategic plan with things that they need. Oh, that's good to know. And that's in 33 schools. Okay, got it. How many schools, how many kids, how many teachers do we have? Do you ha have any idea on those numbers? I'm putting yep. you on the spot. That's okay. Yeah, you. I am. Uh, and I, I don't know exactly around 86,000 students, over 140 schools, and I think the number of employees is 11,000, and I'm not sure if that's teachers or all employees. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that I've neglected to ask that you think is really important that we add today? 
And in case you're just joining us, uh, we're talking today about Metro Nashville Public Schools. And our first guest is Allison MacArthur, the director of Community Achieves, which is a division of Metro Student Services, Metro Nashville Public Schools. I'm not sure if I said this, but I would add the reason it's a challenge. A lot of us think, oh, it's so easy. Oh, MNPS.org. Oh, you just have to call me. But we have students from over 130 countries, and they speak 132 languages. And so that is a challenge for us and for our schools and for the families. Mm -hmm. And that's why I I keep saying, you know, if you are an organization, if you are an individual, if you know these families and you can help them navigate the process, please do that. And tell them that they need to go to mnps.org forward slash family portal family yes. portal. And uh, if you can, uh, as she said, just help them navigate that process. Not everybody's as computer savvy as you might be. And that little bit of help could be life-changing for that family. Yes. If they don't want to go online, if they don't have access to a computer, but they need a computer, 615-259-INFO. That is the MMPS helpline. Perfect. 615-259-INFO, the MNPS, Metro Nashville Public Schools Helpline. We'll also post that information on our Focus website. Allison, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Allison MacArthur, Director of Community Achieves with Metro Nashville Public Schools. We're talking about Metro Nashville Public Schools. This is our second guest now, Courtney Morgan. She's the Program Manager for the Academies of Nashville. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Now, tell us what the Academies of Nashville is about. What is that? So the Academies of Nashville are the way that we do our neighborhood high school, our zoned high schools. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a model for learning where we really believe that in order to be it, you have to see it. So we are focused on hands-on experiential learning for our students that combine general education, like your English, your math, your science, your social studies, and things that they're passionate about in Mm -hmm. career technical education, such as aviation or cosmetology or anything that you really can think of healthcare. Yeah. Um, Did all you say hands-on? Hands-on. How's that working with? It is a new <laughs> unique challenge. That is for sure. Um, it is very hard to have hands-on learning when you're in two different places. Yeah. Um, so we are working through that just like everybody else is, I imagine. <laughs> so what are the challenges to make that happen? And how, how are you helping to meet those challenges? What are you guys doing? Man, that's a great question. So um, I don't know (laughs) (laughs) anything, anything at all, please. No. So whatever, whatever works, you're going to find some ways. Exactly. I mean, one of the great things that uh, the school district benefited from was the fact that we received CARES Act funds to buy personal devices for our students to use. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to bridge that technology gap um, and hotspots. So it's not just computers it's access to wi-fi and yes it's i mean yes it's really hard to live in this age without the internet um so our model really does rely a lot on business partners um we have local businesses over 360 of them that pour into our high schools with mentorship guest um speaking engagements field trips um which is also a new challenge now oh boy (laughs) and job shadows and internships Um, We are so lucky in that manner. And so what we've really been pouring into is building a virtual business engagement playbook. Whoa. Yeah. That's been our big project um, that we have been pouring into is how do we take those experiences that we've been able to give students and put them in a virtual space? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we have great partners that are helping us with this. Alignment Nashville is putting out a ITP, which is, a, I'm going to forget because it's an acronym and it took me forever to remember the acronym. <laughs> um, but it is a request for um, collateral. So we're actually asking for businesses to provide videos that we can upload into a safe and secure place for students to watch and look at and engage with partners. You need a radio station video? Yeah. Of course we need a radio station video. I think we, we need every business we can get out there because you know how many students would love to have your job? <laughs> I mean, we have a whole entertainment magnet high school, Pearl Cone, and they have an AV broadcasting program of oh Pathway. My gosh. So yeah, of course we want all of that. We have other schools that do AV broadcasting and digital art and design. So you got designers, we want to meet them. Okay, so I need to plug I need to plug into that. Absolutely. Virtual business engagement. Where do we find mm-hmm. that? MNPS.org. Yes, MNPS.org, the Academies of Nashville. We have a brand new blog post up that has a link to the document that outlines how we can do this safely and okay. what that can look like. Okay. Um, you can always reach out to me. My work email is Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y dot Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N at M-N-P-S dot org. And we will help get you connected to the right people to get you to the school that fits the best. Because we always say like a great partnership means that both parties are really invested. So mm-hmm. we don't just want to stick you somewhere. We want you to be in a place that you find purpose. Right. And so we want that for you right here, Anna Marie. And we also (laughs) want that for somebody listening that says, you know what? I may be a solo contractor. I've never Mm -hmm. got to show students my work before because I'm doing this as an individual. There's no organization behind me. This time right now is actually where all of our individuals can shine. This Um, is amazing. It is a tough time right now. Nobody's denying that. We have some hiccups. We have some speed bumps. We're going to work it out. We're tough. We're going to get there. Um, And at the end of the day, we want our students to have great experiences and we want them to say, Anna Marie has a great job. Mm -hmm. I want to do that. How do I get there? Mm -hmm. And then we want them to be able to ask you questions and see what you do. And we want that for all these individuals as well. I remember. So one of the big things that I do is I coordinate our career fair which will be virtual this year. So stay tuned to all of our social media pages um, at my future, my way on Twitter and the academies of Nashville.com and academies of Nashville on Facebook, but keep an eye out because we will be sending out a registration for that. But what we're really trying to do when we do that is give our ninth graders. I mean, these are ninth graders coming to a career fair, which sounds kind of, counterintuitive, right? Because you're thinking, oh, you send people that are getting ready to go into the job force. No, we want students to see from the very beginnings of their high school experience what they can be. Yeah. And so the feedback I got last year was, but man, I'm really interested in digital design. I'm really interested in what video games look like. I'm really interested in makeup artistry. Mm -hmm. Some of those careers that people tend to work on an individual basis, Mm -hmm. And what we missed out on was getting those people there because they're like, I don't have an organization behind me that I'm doing this with. So this is a unique opportunity right now in a virtual learning space for people that have never been able to tap into mentorship like that Mm -hmm. to do that. Um, So that's one of the things I'm most hopeful about. 
and they may have been doing it already. Yes. A lot of people who are individuals who are doing this on their own already are doing YouTubes. They're mm-hmm. already doing Instagram. They're already on Facebook. Yeah. They already have things going, but they haven't been able to tap into that mentorship, as you said. <gasps> this is a bridge. What fun. So this is an opportunity that's come out of this. Absolutely. Every cloud has a silver lining. I mean, that's that's just how it is. So I think about the challenges and I'm the first person when they said we're doing something virtual. I was like, "Okay, yeah, we can do that. It's going to be great. Anybody got a bag I can breathe into? (laughs) I'm going to go breathe into a paper bag for a minute. Um, But... (laughs) But I will say the way that our existing partners have stepped up and become the people that say, hey, we can do this and this is how we're going to make it great. And they were the first people to be like, all right, how can we help? How can we plug in you? I mean, you and countless others have said, what do we need to do? And I think that's a real strength of Nashville. Mm -hmm. I, I've never had something happen in Nashville where somebody was like, meh, <laughs> like, right. see you later, hope it's okay. Yeah. Um, Nashville always rallies and Nashville always plugs in to the people that need help the most. And so our students that are learning in a whole brand new way, they're going to need it. This is just a great opportunity to be a part. What else do you need that we can help with? So that is a lot of it. Um, <laughs> the videos and the collateral and those types of things. I know you've talked to Allison, so you've probably heard about the food and the um, food distribution and all those mm-hmm. projects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I would love to point out that those were done with our culinary program. So all you chefs out there listening, we have three high schools with culinary programs. Mm-hmm. And so those chefs that are a part of that, not students, they they stayed safe and at home. But the chefs were the ones that helped coordinate that and use the kitchens at our we were able oh. to use the kitchens at our schools in conjunction with Second Harvest and all of, and Community Achieves and everybody else to make that happen. So those distribution centers actually centered in our culinary kitchens. Good. And so that, to me, is also amazing. Yeah. So keep plugging into those places. Um, also, something that we need is a little bit of patience, y'all. Um, I know that we are all so eager to help. Um, and sometimes you're like, but I said, I'll help you. Um, and I understand. Yes. Um, and I totally do understand that. And I know that people may have tried to log into school for the first day and not have made it in. I'm going to say that we all in this world right now need a little bit of extra patience. Know that we do care and we want to get back to you and we will get back to you and we want to get you in the best place possible. Mm-hmm. We are really about the power of partnership, whether that's partnering you a business with a school or whether that's helping a student get everything they need Mm -hmm. um anything along those lines we really want to be thoughtful about that so have a little patience with us too allison pointed out that needs may change absolutely she worded it i think needs bubble up yes that you did not even expect so she said we just have to be flexible and be ready to kind of roll with this as things arise oh, and meet yeah. those needs. Uh, that is, you are absolutely right. And Allison is absolutely right. It's funny how magic she is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But that is absolutely true because, you know, when we first started this, it was, okay, how do we get everything the kids need? Yeah. And now we're thinking, okay, how do we keep them safe? Yeah. And how do we make sure that they still have the food that they need? I mean, that was one of the first things that came out of all of this back right after the tornadoes when we first started um, being quarantined was, okay, we've got to feed these kids. Yeah. That was priority because 
No kid has ever learned well when they're hungry. No. No adult has ever learned well when they're hungry. (laughs) I can't even have a conversation when I'm hungry (laughs) without (laughs) just wanting to lose it. Uh So, you know, that was really the priority. And we poured so much into that. And we're continuing to. I mean, they've got people on bus routes taking food out. They're doing all of these amazing things. And then it was, okay, how do we keep kids academically engaged? Mm -hmm. How do we get them the devices they need? And now we got to figure out how we're going to maximize that. And with that's going to come its own new challenges. And I'm sure we will have those for you. So have us back. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely will. (laughs) Just going to go ahead and shamelessly plug a return trip (laughs) so that um, we can give you an update on what those needs have been that have bubbled up. And we will do that very soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Courtney Morgan, the program director for the Academies of Nashville, the zoned high schools, the 12 neighborhood high schools with Metro Nashville Public Schools. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're going to put the links on our focus. We're going to put all the links that we've talked about on our Focus Facebook page. That's it for this week. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.